Akwaba. Welcome back to the Team Ghana EU podcast and the 3rd of November edition. Bite Size, where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information at Team Ghana EU on Twitter or Instagram or Team Ghana EU at gmail.com. It's a bite sized podcast where you receive information to which you can further research anything raised. Our five minute segments are of youth, senior, and other, any other business, to which we'll begin in that order. Youth. The Under-23 African Nations Tournament. The squad was announced recently to which 12 foreign-based players and 9 home-based players were selected. My instant thought was the scope of these players. None of them were from the four major leagues in Europe. So we're talking about England, Italy, um, England, Italy, Germany, and I'm going to say Spain to some extent. I think there were a couple players from Spain. I'm not going to lie and pretend, but if I'm honest, the leagues in which I'm actually referring to are England, and Germany specifically, where there are loads of players of Ghanaian descent. Um, as I mentioned before, see, and not many players, or none, none, none were selected from the four major leagues in Europe. Whereas in comparison, there are already discussions about Martinelli, who is in fine form for Arsenal, to be called up to play for Brazil in the Olympics, including pre-tournaments, ultimately missing games for Arsenal. My statement in question is, we have the players arguably of Martinelli's ilk, and why don't we have the relationships and ultimately call these players up? I, want to, I don't want to be pessimistic because ultimately I want to be... I'm optimistic because I genuinely believe that we can actually be very successful in this tournament and in so, obviously, progress obviously um, to the Olympics. Um, but actually just looking forward um, to the dates and obviously to the tournament. The tournament runs from the 8th of November, which is next week, um, to the 22nd of November, which Ghana's opening game and campaign be, um, begins against Cameroon. The three best teams will qualify for the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, which is a massive and big deal, To which is why I think this is very, very important, um, the type of players we actually select. Not to say that any of the players um, that are home-based, or actually in general, actually, because it's not about home-based players. This is not to say that any of the players selected are not of the quality, but I believe we're missing a trick here by not selecting players who are based in the two leagues in particular, in terms in, in England and in Germany, where there are a number of players of Ghanaian descent to which play for Cat 1, Cat A clubs in this country or in those countries. Uh, moving on to senior. Um, as I'm sure some of you may be aware of, um, the international squad, the full international squad has been announced for the upcoming African nation um, qualifiers um, next year. Um, the games are against um, South Africa and I forget the other fixture. Um, so obviously these are games that also we look forward to in the coming weeks to which we, can, we to which I will update you on. Um, in club news, um, Quadro Samoa, I thought I'd mention him just very, very quickly. I think he's going strong guns for Inter Milan at this moment in time. Um, as we all know, obviously Juventus have been, we've had a strong hold on the Italian league for a number of years now. And I think for the first time in a few years, um, Inter Milan are pushing them um, neck and neck so I think um, that is something that I'm quite currently actually excited about at this moment in time so very pleased for Asamoah because I know he's generally someone who has a starting berth at left back um, that's it for senior as well as well as youth and our final segment is essentially any other business but in any other business we're actually going to discuss quite a few things so very recently um, Garner obviously had announced their new president so Kurt 
Um, I don't even want to pronounce, pronounce his surname actually, so I'm going to say Kurt, and I actually do apologise for not pronouncing his surname because that's something that I should be able to pronounce. And but I want to do very very quickly. I just want to go over his manifesto or some of the notes from his manifesto moving forward, so we can all be excited in some way, shape, or form. So it says. Um, what he would like to do is begin by rebuilding the trust and restoring the image and reputation of the GFA, enhancing the infrastructural base of clubs at um, juvenile level and employing the best management practices possible in running the football association. We have an opportunity to build a new association with clear business plan, detailing excellent in management, uh, accomplished marketing and sales team to churn out football products and event experience supported by good communication with top-notch financial and internal audits and compliance assurances. Um, so there's a lot of um, things to be optimistic about as well as a bit of jargon in there, if I'm honest. I think the one or two things people are probably most interested in is the present, obviously the future. And when we're talking about the present, we're talking about the... Um, full international squad to which obviously they've got the African Nations qualifi qualifiers and also the African Nations itself next year and how well they'll actually perform and then when you're talking about the future you're talking about the under 23s which I mentioned obviously in the youth section to which they currently have games and obviously they have a tournament essentially starting now and what 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 things are in place in terms of infrastructure for those sides both the full international side but also the youth side to actually not only progress but to be successful in these tournaments and the things obviously that I've raised obviously in recent time are having a wider scope or a strong network in regards to um, ensuring we're selecting the right players but not only that we're talking about the development of these players as well I'm going to draw comparisons in just a moment but what I wanted to do is I wanted to um, I've done a little bit of research in regards to the type of things that people have said and I think I thought I kind of labelled this part of the segment questions people have so i've seen a hashtag go around and i think it's a very very good campaign to be honest it's called bring back the love and i think it's something which brings about a positivity because i think positivity is definitely needed in moving forward um, but in that i thought i'd kind of like um touch on the response and i think there's been a positive and also a negative response and some of these responses have been or which lead on to further questions that i do have or question, further questions that people do have. Um, so, is there pride in playing for the shirt? At this moment in time, um, I'm going to say yes or no. So, obviously, I know the African Nations, I'm going to say, was last year, I hope. I'm having a wild punt here, but I'm sure the African Nations was last year. I'm sure it was last year anyway. To which, obviously, well, we're all kind of fully aware of those who have gone in heritage, the, the jammers and, and the singing and the dancing that takes place before the game. So, I want to say there is pride in playing for the shirt. Um, because there is a lot to be proud of in terms of being Ghanaian. I feel that we can actually show our pride in um, different ways. Um, I think we can show our pride in different ways. Um, yeah, I think we can show our pride in different ways. And I think that obviously then will obviously manifest itself in terms of how well we do um, on the international stage. Um, misuse of public funds. Now, this is something that I've obviously done, obviously, again, obviously a little bit of research in regards to as well. So I know this is something that the new president has said that he will work towards in terms of changing the reputation and rebuilding the, reputa um, the reputation of the GFA. Um, I don't know why we're... Not that I don't know why we're discussing the misuse of public funds, but I'm stunned this type of thing actually occurs in 2000, 2019, going into 2020. I feel... 
um, our national side has been in a place of borderline mourning for a very, very long time. And obviously, it's been very, very clear as of recent time why that's been the case. Obviously, because there's been a misuse of public funds as well as the infrastructure hasn't been in place. Um, I like to believe that obviously these things will change moving forward. And I think once these things do change, then hopefully they will be it will bring about some type of success, not only on the field, but obviously off the field as well, as to what the new president has obviously stated. Um, I'm going to be very upfront in regards to um, this one is it kind of goes hand in hand in terms of misuse of public funds. Um, I'm going to go with paying to play. Um, this is something I'm kind of aware of in regards to or in reference to players um, who are within the youth setup, dare I say, um, who've wanted to play for Ghana, but then I've been told in order to play for Ghana, they're going to have to pay some form of fee. Now, this again, in line obviously with misuse of, misuse of public, public funds and also the new president, I'm hoping these type of practices are, are flushed out. Because again, obviously, in order to move forward, um, I think we need to... Well, we don't need we don't need these type of things involved. Um, infrastructure, and I've noted down Germany, Spain, and England. And the reason why I've noted down these three um, nations is because in recent time, um, I'm going to go with Spain to begin with. Um, after I'm going to say it was Euro '96 or World Cup '98. Obviously, they went about obviously putting a plan together in regards to. Um, being successful on the international stage to which they were very successful with their youth setup and then their full national side at the World Cup and also the European Championships. The same goes for Germany as well. And I think England are currently going through a phase where they've been very successful in the youth um, setup and their national side obviously did very, 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 very well in the recent World Cup. Um, and I think, again, infrastructure is very, very important. I think it's probably about time we see something in place um not only for ghana but for african nations as well but we're talking about specifically ghana but i think in closing what i wanted to do is just kind of note one or two things that may differ from ghana and three of the nations which i mentioned in germany spain and england um so i'll start because i noticed i actually wrote it down what i wanted to say in closing um, closing of infrastructure different to Germany, Spain and England Ghanaians are everywhere in comparison to the likes of um, England or even Spain as I just mentioned so it's easier for them to track we need greater methods of keeping track of players look at South, look at, look at the South, look, sorry, look at the South Americans in Europe at youth ages all have means of calling home or being tracked now that is something that we need to um, again we need to implement. We've got players different to um, England where by and large English players don't really travel or travel well. Germany, the same will go for them. Um, I'll say the Spanish are maybe a little bit different uh, or have been different in recent years to which obviously they're beginning to play in different academies in, in different countries. But they actually track their players well and they're able to represent their countries at different youth ages. And I think that's something to which I think we need to get better at. Um, I think that's positive if I'm honest going forward in that we've got room for improvement um, but it's something obviously we would all like to see going forward um, sometime soon um, in doing the first podcast or the first episode um, a few coaches and a few scouts hit me up so continue to do that um, again I'll see via the email um, teamgarnaeu at gmail.com or via Instagram or Twitter um, teamgarnaeu 
um, I wanted to kind of like sign off with a positive thought and a player of the week. And I think that's something that I should probably do every single week. And my player of the week this week, it is going to be Kwadjo Asamoah. Um, in that, again, obviously I mentioned before, I think Inter Milan are doing very, very well. I think they're currently neck and neck with Juventus. And I think this is actually going to go down to the wire. And I think they've got an important victory away. I'm not too sure what they played this week, but they got a very, very important victory away. Um, so uh, I'm going to sign off with our player of the week, Kwadjo Asamoah. Um, again, thank you for your time this week and we'll be back in two weeks' time. Mm-hmm.